Dave. This is Veronica Hugger with Fat Loss Success Stories. My favorite podcast from 2019 is Exactly Enough Time by Stacy Julian. It's my favorite because Stacy is one of my favorite people. She's authentic, open, thoughtful, and altogether too happy about every aspect of life. Stacy is a storyteller and a life enthusiast. Even her theme music is it is not my actual birthday, but I am celebrating one year of this podcast. I am Stacy Julian, and this is episode 55 of Exactly Enough Time. its title that this is a podcast about productivity and while I love to rock a day and get stuff done exactly enough time is much more about being present it's about recognizing the time you have and making the most of it it's about owning what you love and inviting more of whatever that is into your life in this podcast I tell stories and I invite you to celebrate the people, places, and things that make you and your life amazing. here and I wanted to pop on because you asked us all to leave messages on your speak pipe and wanted us to share a favorite episode of exactly enough time. I cannot pinpoint one favorite. I love them all. Do you know what I've decided? I have decided that this is not an episode celebrating me or this podcast. This is an episode celebrating super fans and super friends. Friends like Amy that have been with me since the beginning, that have showed up and given me support and encouragement. Man, I am so grateful for these kinds of friends. Guess what Amy said to me? Um, lots of times I will listen when I'm feeling overwhelmed or tired or just kind of down because you always lift my spirits and you're just a great therapy. Isn't that what friends really are in the end? We're therapy. We're therapy for each other. Making the decision to put yourself out there, so to speak, to do something that you feel excited to do and called to do, it, it's not always an easy thing. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. But before that, you guys, I have a friend named Sonia who lives in the south of England. She's from the Netherlands originally, and she's my friend because of what I do. Hi, Stacy. It's Sonia Hortzak here. I finally got around to sending you a message. I wanted to say thank you so much for doing the podcast. I really enjoy listening to it. And I wanted to share with you a quote I learned about last year. After I heard you speak about the be somebody who makes somebody feel like a somebody quote with Amy Tangerine. And it's a Dickens quote. I learned about it in the movie The Man Who Invented Christmas. And it's about the period where he writes a Christmas carol. His dad comes to visit him and Dickens and his dad do not get along that well because his dad wants uh, 
wasted all his money and it caused Dickens to have to go into a workhouse as a very young child. And now his father comes and stays with him, spends his money on beautiful clothing and outfits. And all he seems to be doing to Dickens is just be there and tell stories and play with his grandchildren. But he realizes by the end that there are people in the world who have other reasons for being there. And that sometimes the reason for being there is just to make somebody else's life a little bit easier and a little bit lighter. So the quote goes as follows. No one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. How can you not love that? The idea that none of us, no one in this world, can be useless if they do something to lighten the burdens of another. So I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's teaching or nursing or playing the piano, playing an instrument, creating art, mothering. Just going to throw in their grandmothering for a second. What, whatever it is that you do, that you pursue, that has the ability, the potential to lighten someone else's burdens, even if for a moment matters. It truly matters. So in my excitement about today's episode, I didn't really think about all the self-promotion <laughs> that could potentially be involved. I mean, you're like, sure, Stacy, but no, seriously. I mean, weird, I know, but I promise I'm not, I'm being totally honest. Um, what I thought was, no way. I have totally produced a podcast and stuck with it for a whole dang year, I want to celebrate. I didn't think that it could be a perfect example of, enough about me, let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> right? Do you remember hearing that? I don't remember the first time I heard that, but I'm like, it, that, that just cracks me up. And I am super uncomfortable with um, like verbal praise and like self-promotion, okay? And you might not believe that because I've had to do some of that in order to produce a podcast and keep it going for a year. But I'm telling you the truth. It, it makes me uncomfortable. So here's my solution. We are going to celebrate today. And you have been so kind to send me reviews and messages, and I am so grateful. And I am going to share lots of those. But I'm also going to share some of the things that I've learned through this process of putting myself out there, so to speak. My very own, let's call it Stacy's Podcast Lessons 101. Oh, that's super original. <laughs> because what I really want you to come away with after today, today's episode is the thought that you can act on whatever it is you think you want to maybe sort of kind of possibly do. You can. You totally can. I want you to think that if Stacy can do this, so can I. Okay, so my first lesson is commitment is the most important thing. Commitment is more important than ideas. It's more important than technology, all right, know-how, right? It's more important than, um, yeah, than knowing what to do or how to do it. Making a promise to yourself that you will show up no matter what. Because trust me, you won't want to show up <laughs> no matter what. There will be days when you're getting sick. There'll be days when you're leaving town. There'll be just, they'll just, it's just life. Things will happen. And if you allow yourself one time, right, of not, 
showing up in the said in the way that you promised yourself you would, then it just gets easier the next time. I mean, yeah, when I realized, oh wow, I have a really busy June. I don't know if it was June or July or August. They're all really busy, right? But when I looked at my calendar and thought to myself, what? What was I thinking? And I had to figure out how to get three episodes done ahead of time, right? And most podcasters are probably like, okay, newbie, this is what we do. We work ahead. But that was new to me. I had to, I had to experience that and then figure it out on my own in order to stay committed. I think we think that people who do stuff um, like to do stuff. And sometimes that's certainly true, right? But the like, this is what I've learned, the like comes after the do. The motivation to move comes as you move. It's like when I go downstairs to do my exercise, right? And I, uh, I just pace back and forth and think of anything else I could be doing right now <laughs> that might be useful. And finally, I'm like, Ugh, okay, this is stupid. I'll just do my one minute of jumping jacks. And so I start my little app. Hey, everybody. Welcome to your TRX workout. I hope you've got your TRX suspension trainer, a water bottle, and a towel ready because we're going to work hard and burn some calories. Let's get started with a minute of jumping jacks. I can't even tell you how many days I say to myself, I'm just doing the jumping jacks and that's all I'm going to do. And guess what? There hasn't been a single day that I just do the jumping jacks because the motivation to move comes as you move. I'm telling you, lesson number one, commitment. Decide you're going to do it and don't let anything get in the way. Make it your job. Hi, Stacy. This is Tanya Napier. And I just wanted to share how much I enjoyed your recent episode, More Social, Less Media. I've listened to it twice now, and I feel like you gave some really great tips that I've never heard of or thought about before. I think it's so easy to get sucked into the rabbit hole of social media. Setting intentions before you get on, it makes so much sense. I, too, did a fast a couple years ago, and it was amazing how much more I was able to accomplish without the need to check in. Thank you for creating a podcast. It's so inspiring and so positive. I'm looking forward to more episodes and hoping for more on the topics of storytelling and photos. I have loved getting your comments, comments like Tanya's, where you share what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear more of. Estelle left me a comment on my blog. She said, hello, Stacy. I discovered your podcast a couple of months ago and I just love it. I have so many stories and memories that I want to share and record. At the moment, I feel like I'm too much in my own head and haven't had the confidence to start yet. Listening to your podcast makes me feel a little braver. I'm certain it will push me over that line to just start. Thank you. I loved the peek through your story starter book about the things you never thought you would do. Such a great concept for a book. And I loved the stories that went along with it. Estelle, you are going to love telling your stories. And guess what? You're right. The secret is to get out of our own way, to get out of our heads. Back in the beginning, I asked you to give that inner critic that disbelieving doubter a name. I named my inner voice Persephone. I did this, of course, so that I could address her in a kind and respectful manner at the same time telling her to sit down and shut up. I had heard her opinion 
far too often, and I wanted to stop listening to her opinion and to step forward and be brave. So Estelle, you will find the confidence as you act. I know this for sure. Stacy, my name is Kim, and I have really thoroughly enjoyed listening to your podcast. I started just a few months ago, and I have kind of binge listened as I take long-distance trips across country to visit my my granddaughter and, and her dad and mom. Your last one from last week on being healthier kind of gave me the push to make some changes in my life, but I don't take care of myself. I am 58 years old and um, am feeling sometimes like a 20-year-old in my mind and like a 70-year-old in my physical body. Um, so I've decided I'm going to make a small effort to um, exercise every day. Um, light exercise until I can can strengthen my knees, which are are a problem, and just get stronger. Thank you so much for all of everything you do. <clears throat> Thank you. I love Kim's vulnerability so much, and I'm so proud of the small changes that she's willing to make that will benefit her overall health and wellness. That's how we do it, right? We make small changes, changes that will, with time, make a difference. Wow. So vulnerability is actually, am I on number two? I think I'm only on number two. <laughs> but I, this is what I've learned in the past year. Vulnerability is crazy good for me, right? Brene Brown has got it right. I've been a blogger for years, and um, if I make a mistake... In you know, I spell a word wrong or I make a mistake and I want to go back and tweak something I write, I can do that. I just go in and edit my post. I can correct those spelling errors. I can finish thoughts and I can even add additional ideas after I've published the post. Not so with a podcast. What I say, I say. I mean, I can re-record in the moment, but other than that, it's pretty tricky to go back and fix something in a podcast. Here's the good news. If you want to feel less vulnerable, you must experience vulnerability. Sit with it. Give it space. I say rent it a room inside of you. We can't truly connect with other human beings or with life for that matter until we decide that we are a person of infinite worth and that we can show up exactly as we are. Good morning, Stacy. My name is Robbie. I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate your podcast. I listen to it every morning. I've always been a very um, big journaler on my scrapbook pages. That's the most important part of scrapbooking to me. And when I talk to people about scrapbooking, that is the first thing that I tell them to always leave space to tell your story. But today I wanted to tell you how much your 54 words podcast meant to me. I love to write inspirational quotes. I also like to write poetry. I never used to actually but I've had some real tragedy in my life and God just moved me with his words. And so I'd like to share uh, something that I wrote 
that you inspired me to write from your 54 words podcast. So here goes. Words have different meanings if you think outside the box. Take the word marinade. Webster's Dictionary defines marinade as a sauce typically made of oil, vinegar, spices, and herbs in which meat, fish, or other food is soaked before cooking in order to flavor or soften it. When I think of the word marinade, not only do I think of Webster's Dictionary definition, I think of life. Just imagine if you marinated your life with love, grace, hope, and happiness, you would flavor your world with peace. I hope that you enjoy my words and please continue inspiring persons all over the world. Thank you so much, Stacey. Can you believe the quality of my listeners? Phenomenal. Robbie, thank you so much for sharing those thought-provoking words. Okay, so here's something I've had to do some thought work around. Something I've realized, and I'm in a pretty good place right now, okay? But what about that obstacle that says people might not like what you do? Well, here's what I've realized, and I believe it. People who don't like your podcast or my podcast in this case won't listen to it. (laughs) Isn't that convenient? And if there's an episode that doesn't interest someone, they will skip it. If they don't find the topic relevant, they just simply won't listen to the full episode. And I think that's amazing. That's exactly how it should be and exactly how it works. And so you should never listen to that protest, that idea that what if someone doesn't like what you do? Because guess what? Someone will like what you do. And when that's the case, they will support you. They will help you, encourage you, and champion you. That's what I've realized. And I'm so grateful for that. For all of you who do listen to one or two or more or all of the episodes that I have produced. I love you all. Here are a few reviews that I've received recently on iTunes. This first one is from Mel C. Happy. It's titled, So Inspired. I just listened for the first time and felt so inspired by hashtag not ever. I feel encouraged to move past feeling guilty for my photo and video disorganization and capturing my story, especially those hashtag not ever stories. Thank you. This next one is from my friend Debbie Bailing, and she's in Sugarland, Texas. She says, Happy podcast anniversary. Congrats on your first year of podcasting. I haven't missed an episode, and you have become my creative coach in so many ways. My favorite episode, which is like choosing my favorite child, is the one about you getting your dad to tell his stories. Having connections to the people we love is so vital to living our best life. Keep the great content coming. You rock. Love, Debbie. And one more. This one is from Tiffany, otherwise known as Sweetamom. She titles this, Still the Zen Master. Izzy and Noel Hyman of the now defunct podcast, The Paper Clipping Roundtable, 
used to call Stacy Julian the Zen master of scrapbooking, and she still is. But I think more than that, she is the Zen master of telling the story of your life. Her podcasts always have light bulb moments for me. They are uplifting and fun. Listening to this podcast is an investment in finding joy and interest in the life you are leading right now and encouragement to share the stories about yourself and your family. Tiffany, thank you. Thank you to all of you. So I remember being invited to join Izzy and Noel on the very first episode of Paper Clipping Roundtable. I really had no idea what it was going to be about, but I was excited to give it a try. And I really just think I ramble, you guys, and they let me ramble. And I think rambling somehow equates to Zen mastering. In any case, huge shout out to Noel and Izzy for all of the laughs and the fantastic conversations and the way that they led out in our industry with a podcast that had vision and true personality. Loved those years. Hi, Stacy. I just want to say how great your blog is. I've listened from day one um, and one of them was when you were talking about music for life. I'd never thought about um, music being part of my story, uh, but it brought back a very sharp memory of my grandmother, who unfortunately had very bad dementia. And the only thing that used to bring her around to us was when we played You Are My Sunshine. And she could sing that through from start to finish. And now every time I hear that song, I think of all the beautiful memories I have of her. And I just wanted to let you know um, that now I am looking at all the tunes that I can include in my stories. Keep on doing what you're doing. It's great. Thanks, Stacey. Okay, are you ready for lesson number three? There's a phrase that I hear often. I've read it many times, especially as it relates to creative people, and that's that it's a good idea to embrace imperfection. And I believe it is, but I now believe that we should take it a step further to the place of practicing imperfection. And by that I mean actually being okay with a less than stellar effort. And you're like, really? You want me to do something that's not my best? Yeah, because remember rule number one or lesson number one is commitment. And there's just some days and some weeks that are trickier than others, right? Some weeks I have, I've had an idea and I've been able to refine it and do a little research and make a nice um, you know, list of bullet points that I wanna speak from. And other weeks, not so much. Do you know what? Sometimes ideas, don't come until the moment you're ready to use them. I think this has to do with the urgency of the thoughts in my brain. It creates motion and energy that somehow discovers and invites ideation, at least for me, but it doesn't happen until the 11th hour, at least some weeks. But here again, here's what I know. The more you do this, the more you practice imperfection, the less one quote-unquote miss matters. For me, there's been this interesting shift that's kind of cool from doing work 
to creating a body of work. When you are committed to showing up, then with time, what emerges in your work is not individual productions, episodes in this case, but an overall message or a brand. If you're a scrapbooker, then it's like continuing to add individual pages or stories to an album or to a whole library of albums. It's your body of work and it's the commitment that matters most and the vulnerability to be who you really are and the the idea that you practice imperfection. And when you do those things, then you truly can improve and get better. It helps if you have a sense of humor, for sure. (laughs) And if you're willing to give yourself some grace and practice self-kindness. When I got to the point where I was uh, publishing episodes in the high 40s, 47, 48, 49, I started to think about this milestone of a year and my initial commitment to podcast for a year. And... um, I started to wonder if I really wanted to continue. I've had a good time, but but it's been challenging for sure. And then I got this message. Hi, Stacey. My name is Katie. I started listening to your podcast recently and wanted to say how much I'm enjoying it. I've known of you for quite some time through scrapbooking. I actually took one of your online courses over a decade ago. I still have that album and enjoy looking at it. I don't scrapbook anymore, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm commuting and shuttling my kids to different activities. So I was pleasantly surprised to see that you had a podcast. I was even more pleasantly surprised when I saw that Kathy Zilski was going to be joining you on an episode because I'm familiar with Kathy as well. I just wanted to say how much that episode, What is Needed, resonated with me. In fact, I had just dropped my kids off somewhere and I found myself driving down the highway saying, yes, yes, at certain points during the episode. You see, I turned 50 later this year and my life is not where I thought it was going to be. I'm raising my children post-divorce. I'm having to make a lot of decisions that I've never had to make before. And my intention moving into 2020 is peace through action. And so much of what you said during this episode and the examples that you and Kathy shared from your own life really hit home with me. So I just wanted to thank you for the inspiration and let you know that your words have an effect on people that you've never even met. Well, Katie, right back at you, right? (laughs) Your words had an effect on me. Um, in a renewal of my commitment, because I'm not going to lie, when I think about continuing this for another year, I get a little panicky. <laughs> a year feels so long, but I think I can commit to at least a few more weeks. You know how sometimes I say, I'll be here next week with another episode of Exactly Enough Time. Yeah, that's me reminding me <laughs> that I am going to do this one more week. I am renewing my commitment and making a public promise that I will continue to show up. If you will continue to listen, I really do love the idea that we can put ourselves out there and we can make a difference 
for each other, whether we've met in person or not. I love even more the idea that we can have an influence and make a difference on the lives of people that we know the best and that we love the most. I'm going to share with you one more review on iTunes if I can get all the way through it. It is a review that um, took me completely by surprise. It's from Maniac26 and it's titled, Guys, That's My Mom. I just want to say that my mom is the coolest person in the whole world. When she started her podcast about a year ago, I was in the last half of my senior year of high school. I'm sad to say that I didn't really get started on actively listening until I moved away from home. Starting college far away from home was a massive, in capital letters, transition for me, and I really struggled with it, but my mom's podcast really helped me through it. I haven't told her this, <laughs> but it's true. Now, there is a large portion of the podcast that focuses on memory keeping, and that isn't a big thing in my personal life. I would say that for most of the podcast, you don't have to be a memory keeper or scrapbooker to have this podcast change your life. There is so much covered here, and I've learned a lot, both from my mom and all the interesting and diverse guests she has on it. I consider myself pretty lucky to have this with me during this turbulent time in my life, and I think everyone will learn something or be changed by the messages that they hear here. <laughs> Thank you, my cute Taft. I know who you are and I miss you terribly. <laughs> and then I have to share a text message that I got from my son Clark this afternoon. <laughs> it says this, I think I'm going to start a podcast. You might need to teach me. I've been listening to dental podcasts while I walk to school. I think it would be cool to start one where I interview doctors about how they got started in their practice, barriers and challenges they overcame, and then what they love about the future of dentistry. What do you think? <laughs> I responded, heck yes, exclamation point five times. If I get my podcast done today, which I've already started, I'm leaving first thing to come over to you and I'll totally show you how to do it. It's such a great idea. When this episode goes live, I'll be listening in Seattle and I'll probably be holding my new granddaughter. But this is what I want you to know. You make a difference in the lives of the people that matter most when you show up and do the things you feel inspired to do. Is it easy to create the time and space to do so? No. Is it comfortable? Absolutely not. Is it worth it? 100%. I actually am all in for another year of exactly enough time and I promise this year to be more brave to reach out and to ask more guests to come on my show and share their wisdom and insight and experience with you. So guess what? Come back next week and I'll be here with another episode of Exactly Enough Time. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Happy birthday name goes here to you. Have a happy, happy, happy birthday, and we hope to see you this time next year, too. I forgot to tell you that in the show notes at StacyJulian.com, I'm listing all of the people who left me a message 
or a review that I shared on today's show, and all of them will be getting a story starter from the Story by Stacy line of products with Close to My Heart. Thank you.